Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please have you ha have a seat. Have a seat. Thank you. Thank you. You're too damn kind. Thank you. That's enough of that shit. Thank you. Be quiet. Welcome back to the J Matt Show. I am your host, J Matt. And today is for all you nerds out there that like to celebrate something stupid every day. Here is your national day today. And I'm not sure when you're going to hear this, but this is the national day right now. Today is National Food Bank Day. For all those who love to give to charity, you should take advantage of that. It's also National Lazy Moms Day. It's a couple of y'all been celebrating that day all year and your whole life. You need to get off your ass, stop collecting child support. Do something, nigga! It's also National Coffee Ice Cream Day. That sounds nasty. Sounds like diarrhea. I won't be celebrating that one. Here's the one that I'm going to go for, you guys. National Read a Book Day. Clap it up for National Read a Book Day. That's the day we all need to take advantage of. More importantly, in the African-American community, shut up. Read a book, y'all. <laughs> it's super important. I don't care if it's an audio book like me and B. Hill was talking about a few weeks back or you actually picking up a paperback book that you didn't had since the sixth grade. I know y'all don't like to pick up paper books no more. Dust that some bitch off and get to, you know, lick your fingers and turn them damn pages. If it's a, a, a book on Kindle where you got the nice LED screen and the backlighting, which is perfect for nighttime reading, <laughs> do that. But read something, y'all. I'm telling you. I know it seems like, honestly, it's, it's even, I know they got the old saying, you know, if you want to hide something from a black person, you know, put it in a book. But at this point, it's almost like if you want to hide something from anybody, put it in the book. Because seems that uh, most of us are taking our uh, information or gaining knowledge from memes. <laughs> memes seem to be where we're getting all of our information. And I'm noticing that there's not a lot of fact checking going on the memes. <laughs> we're just assuming that the memes are true. And we repost and share. Uh, I would like to submit this evening, this morning or afternoon that you fact check. I did a podcast a while back and this is the good thing, man. I know that what I'm doing is, is, uh, <laughs> damn, I done put out a lot of shows. I don't think I'm gonna have to revisit because the show wasn't as popular back then and the quality of the show was terrible. I'm gonna have to go back and bring up some of these topics and some of this content that I did before is more relevant and needs to be repeated. Um, research. We need to get back to research and some of you guys need to understand how to research and why it's important. We can't just take our word for it. We just can't look at a meme that has a, a, a old picture from photograph from the 1800s and then it's a nice caption about some historical event and then we'd be like, damn, I didn't know that shit happened. And then we just reposting, and it's like, that's knowledge for a lot of people. Um, you know, a lot of people gain their knowledge from just following a certain Instagram page or Facebook page or a certain person on YouTube. That's all fine and dandy. I follow some people too. But I also research and I go back and I look into some of the information that I'm receiving. I'm not just going to assume it's all true. If there's anything interesting or I've, I haven't heard of before, I'm going to do additional searches 
to see what else I can find out from who else that has knowledge and maybe even experience in this certain area that I'm looking to basically gain more knowledge in. So National Reader Book Day. Um, to stay on that note, before I get into the meat and potatoes of everything today, <laughs> just on some knowledge shit, and just to tell y'all how nerdy I am, I feel like, I swear I feel like I'm an extraterrestrial, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm different. I get it, I'm different. We all different in our own way and special way. We just got to tap into it and not be scared of our differences. We can't be scared of being unique. Step out there and you'll get a big-ass blessing from paying attention to what speaks to you the loudest. For me, what speaks to me is speaking. <laughs> I have internal conversations that are so worthwhile, I decided to have a podcast because the most interesting conversations, in my opinion, are the ones that we're scared to have or we're uh, somehow nervous or we un we're uncomfortable to have the conversations that we think about. We have these questions, but we don't verbalize them because we don't want people to think that we're weird or to have an opinion about the way that we perceive the world. Fuck that. So that's what I'm doing here. I want to ask the questions. I want to inspire thought. I don't have all the answers. I don't have a lot of answers. I have ideas. And some of my ideas I think would spark the minds of other people out there that may be able to come up with solutions to maybe problems or add to the conversation that can help someone else gain from whatever experience that they're going through that you're speaking on. So that's what I do here. But just to come back to this whole idea of me feeling like an extraterrestrial and I'm removing myself from a lot of people or, or I might seem like I'm standing off a little bit is because I've learned to stop expecting me from other people. Shout out to Terry. Tips from T. You put that in IG, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, and it, it just spoke to me really on that day because that day I was dealing with some shit that pertain to your post. He said, stop expecting you from other people. Man, I'm so much in my head that when I communicate, I'm so direct, I'm so uh, concise with my words that I choose because I don't, I never want there to be any misunderstanding. I don't, and I don't want you to leave from a direct conversation with me and then go and assume or piece together what you thought I might've been saying afterwards. No. Please ask me directly so I can give you exactly what it is you need to hear from me so that there's no speculation, there's no gray area, and you don't have to fill in any blanks. So with me being the type of uh, communicator that is direct, that wants to use less words and the right words, I sometimes get a little bit frustrated when other people use a lot of words and talk around the subject instead of getting right to it. Um, I had a situation recently that I'm dealing with on my wife's behalf where a gentleman spent about 15 minutes talking. I, I didn't interrupt. I literally let him speak for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, this nigga said the same shit three times and didn't add anything to the conversation. So after 15 minutes, I had to say, so what is it like that you like to do to resolve this? And he had to go back to the beginning because he... 
he had to go through this backstory and he had to he felt like he needed to explain himself and all these other things that really didn't pertain to the situation at hand. So I let him speak. Now, here's the other thing that I kind of want to tie into this. Oh, before I do that, shout out to Wayne. Happy birthday, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne, turning 40. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, and the, and the, on the sad note, to get this out the way, too, because I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Prayers and condolences to everybody out there in the Bahamas. The pictures look crazy. That's, man, these hurricanes, and it seemed like ever since Hurricane Katrina, Every single year since then has has been a, a super tragic hurricane. So we'll have another one next year or there might be another one coming before this year is out. So everyone out there, you know, stay as safe as you can. Um, if anybody out there has a kind heart and would like to donate, find you an organization that you trust that's actually going to give the funds to the people that need it. I don't know about Red Cross, y'all. Look, I don't know nothing about them. I just heard a lot of bad things. So if you really want to send some money, I might have to cash app that shit to the, I don't know. Don't do Red Cross, though. So happy birthday, Wayne. Prayers and condolences to everybody in the Bahamas. Back to my story. So this guy that I was dealing with for my wife's situation, he explained to me that he's over 50 years old. I don't know why he said that. It had nothing to do with the conversation. But he felt like he needed to say that because I guess he, he from my voice or from what he knows of my wife, he figured that I'm, I'm younger than him, which is fine. It's cool. So in his speech that he's going on about his age, he says, you know, I've been, I've been around for a while. I've been doing this for a long time. I said, wait a second, you just said that you're a manager at a steel company. We're talking about insurance right now. Now, I've been around for a long time pertaining to this conversation. <laughs> I've had experience in insurance since 2007. I'm the one that should be telling you I've been around for a while. I've been doing this a long time. What is it? And I and I and once I once we actually finished the conversation, I, I I just thought about what he said. And what he said had no relevance to the conversation, but he felt like he needed to explain to me that somehow his age equated to experience in this given situation, or possibly just the fact that he has experience just being alive. Now, here's my issue. I don't give a goddamn how long you've been living in this world. Your age doesn't equate to wisdom, knowledge, or experience in all aspects of life, sir. So I don't give a damn if you're 50, 60, 70, 80. You need to be quiet and listen to me in this situation. What is it about 50 and up that feel like, they don't need to listen to anybody else. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm serious. This is a real question. What is it about men? I'm not even speaking about women because I don't talk to women really at all. <laughs> I got a wife. That should be 
sketchy. You can't talk to women. But what is it about men 50 and up that feel that somehow they're the ones that have the wisdom to share, but yet they they don't have any wisdom that they can receive? It's very interesting to me because I've been in this situation quite often where I'm talking to someone older in that age range of being 50 and up. And I actually have information, knowledge, wisdom that I actually have to share because you don't have the same experiences. Now, when you're talking about your experiences and and what you have and how you can shed some light on the situation, like I said, I listen more than I talk. I'll be glad to gain some knowledge and insight from you on a situation I have no knowledge of. But when I'm speaking on something you don't have knowledge of, I don't need you to try to overtake the conversation because you're older than me. That's the issue. And I want anyone else out there that understands what I'm saying to to fucking raise your hand, say amen, nigga, hit the like button, fucking subscribe, something. <laughs> if you dig it, I need to know because I want to know if I'm alone out here. I'm 36 years old. I'll be 37. I've done a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit I don't know. But I don't speak out of turn. But it's just an issue that I noticed, and it's a recurring issue. And I want to say this too, and I don't don't take this any offense anybody who's listening that's fifty and up. But I believe honestly that we're we're entering into the new world, right? The new world is it's going to be drastically different than the world that any world that we've seen. And when I say we're like, I'm talking about like the time, the times that we're living in, what's going on during those times, the technological advances, uh, how society has advanced, um, how government has advanced. Everything's changing. It's not going to go backwards unless we lose electricity and the Internet. So the, the world that we're stepping into is artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence will take over and will be the norm going forward. Communication and how we interact with each other is not going to be the same because we're going to be, I believe, we're going to be further and further removed from human contact, in my opinion. So I think we need to get a, 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 a handle on this pretty quickly. And I think that as artif- artificial intelligence becomes the norm, And the way that we communicate pretty much goes away. We adapt this new way of doing things. I think that the crucial aspect of this is that anyone who was alive during Jim Crow civil rights era, they're going to be, they're going to have to go away. (laughs) Uh, And in order for this new world to fully come to fruition, Not my generation, but the generation after me is going to have to have complete control. Now, that generation, in my opinion, once they are free of the mentality and the ideology of white supremacy or Jim Crow or civil rights or whatever negative connotations that those who were alive during 
the marches and M Malcolm X and Mar Dr. Martin Luther King and and all that Jim Crow shit. Once them people are going gone and they and they stop teaching that history and they stop, it's gonna be more people just looking at each other as people. I honestly believe that. And they're trying to get rid of gender. They're trying to get rid of race. They're trying to get rid of all this shit so that they don't have to revisit anything in the past and they can move forward with that, whatever type of world that they want to put in place. Now, I say all that to say, to come back to the National Read a Book Day. It's going to be more important than ever to get knowledge on your own. Because they're not, they're gonna really gonna stop teaching. They're, they're doing it now with changing history, with calling slaves immigrants and shit like that. Like, like niggas came over here for work. Like trying to say that Egypt is not in Africa. Like <laughs> people are gonna start believing these things and it's gonna be put in history books. So if we are not getting knowledge on our own, and we're circulating and we're basically getting our knowledge from memes and we're not researching, we're not going to have any knowledge of self and we're not going to be able to teach knowledge of self because it's going to be uncommon. All right, get off that. I'm going to actually be reading on this podcast and I'm going to do two books at a time. I'm going to be reading the Emerald Tablets. Research the Emerald Tablets. YouTube it. Google it. I'm not going to go into that right now, but I was interested in learning a little bit more about him um, because I'm back on my studies. I just love it. Sometimes I just need to go back into my shit. And I wanted to hear the Emerald Tablets in audio uh, form just to listen to it while I'm doing other stuff. And I wanted to hear these audio books from a black person because this is our history. These tablets come from Africa. They come from Kemet. They come from ancient Egypt. And... It just makes sense to have a black person reading my oral history or our oral, oral history. But all the, all the readings was from white people. I listened. I did listen. But I'm like, man, I need to do this because I need I want my people, if they become familiar with this and they don't feel like reading it themselves, at least to hear this oral history or tradition or lessons read to you in a black man's voice. I'm going to leave it there. Look for that coming soon. Um, everybody go out there and subscribe to the, my YouTube page. I'm going to have a whole lot of content coming um, for those who are interested. I know this is a kind of not a popular thing, but let's get back into the shit that you might be familiar with. All right. So I, I rambled on a little bit about a lot. <laughs> One thing I wanted to make note of, too, I'm not sure if anybody was paying attention, but uh, Usain Bolt, fastest human being on earth, broke his own damn record. This nigga ran a 100-yard dash in nine second, nine, was it, nine point, was it 9.58? Something like that. Either way, that shit fast as hell. And I was thinking, I'm like, man, so we record this nigga as the fastest human on earth. I wonder if there was ever a human that was faster than that. I just be thinking about that sometimes. Y'all think so? I don't know. I can't imagine a, a human running faster than this nigga. That would look crazy. That would look crazy. 
niggas was back there chasing down cheetahs and shit. If this, if you faster than than Usain Bolt, man, like I don't think niggas in Africa had any problem hunting. Them niggas was just hunters. They wasn't gatherers. Fuck what the what you need to gather shit for? This nigga runs fast as a goddamn cheetah. Got a horse nigga speed. You don't need to gather shit. You just go hunt shit down. Nigga, run. I don't think it's going to be a nigga faster than Usain Bolt. All right. <sighs> what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, um, <laughs> a lady in Ohio, man, tried to smuggle a baby out of the Philippines. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. Why? What? what? <sighs> I don't... <laughs> I think she she got to be mentally ill, right? Why would you go to another country and try to put a six-day-old newborn into your carry-on and fly safely back to the States? Now, they said the lady made it past, like, the first security checkpoint, and they didn't catch her until she was, like, in the area where she was on board the plane. So, y'all... So what type of like um, radars do they have down there? Like what type of um, scan machines do they have in the Philippines? Are they behind on technology? Are they a little outdated? Did they not see a human shape inside of the carry-on bag? Did they not see a, a heartbeat? Now I don't know if these is they're X-ray machines, right? You should be able to see like the silhouette, or or do you see like the actual structure of of what's in the luggage. I just find it hard to believe that you can hide a whole baby in a carry-on bag and almost get away with it. Like, if she was a terrorist, like, she could have almost blew up the plane. Or she could have almost killed the damn baby. Don't put no damn baby in a carry-on bag. And she's talking about she had some, some document allegedly from the mom giving her permission to take the baby to the States. But the paperwork wasn't signed. This bitch. You crazy as hell. You kidnapping Filipino babies. What is wrong with white people, man? What is wrong with white people? What is your infatuation with babies of other ethnicities? Why y'all always got to kidnap and take babies of different colors? Y'all never take your own babies. Unless y'all doing some pedophile shit with them. See, that's a, see what the hell is wrong with y'all? Explain this to me. Y'all be kidnapping babies to do dirty, nasty shit with them. But y'all kidnap black kids to try to, to, to what, what do you do with them? You bringing them back to abuse them? Not sexually. You want to treat them like an animal? You want to lock them up in a cage? Or are you just trying to, what are you trying to do, lady? I haven't heard her say anything yet, but I'm going to be looking for an explanation on this one. you got to explain why you kidnapping six-day-old babies in the Philippines when you don't carry on bags. That is unacceptable. And just speaking of babies, um, i got to give props to Dave freaking Chappelle. Sticks and stones. That shit was absolutely genius. I wish, honestly, if you haven't heard Sticks and Stones, you need to watch. I think I've watched it about four times. 
this nigga hit on everything that y'all be thinking about but don't want to say. This is why I love Dave Chappelle. I think Sticks and Stones is better than all four of his last Netflix specials put together. I mean, he didn't waste no time getting into the shits either. Now, I'm going to say it like this. My absolute favorite joke. Absolute favorite joke. Which made so much sense. And I have to challenge y'all on this. Because I'm so with this nigga. On so many levels. When it comes to abortion. And I had so many thoughts on this. I'm like, man, why don't nobody? Why? What? The, why are we not actually talking about the what this really is abortion is actually taking a life right but we want to act like it's not because we want to we want to debate at what point life <laughs> exists <laughs> so we try to we try to basically take this out of the realm of killing murder homicide whatever it is we we try to take it out of that realm of Getting rid of a life form by saying, hey, man, it's not technically living. Okay. I'm not here to debate that. But what I am here to do is support Dave Chappelle and saying, hey, if women got the right to kill it, I at least got the right to abandon it. Damn it. Man, what? Man. Do y'all hear that? Do you not agree? Because I agree. If you could kill the damn baby without me having any say so, and and this is a 50-50 thing, like he's the baby, he or she, is part mine. You wouldn't even have the baby if it wasn't for my my little swimmers. So, but you get to kill part of what I created without me having any say so. Fine, hey, women's choice, women's rights, women's body, not yours. But I put part of my body inside of yours to make what you're trying to kill. But hey, hey, whatever. My body don't count. It's all you. At least, at least I could be like, hey, man, I don't want to pay for this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man, it's my money, my job, my paycheck, your body, your right. How does this shit go together? I don't really understand. And I think really, really, what needs to be uncovered in this situation so that we really understand what the conversation is and, and, and put people to task on this is we're having the wrong conversation. And we're having the wrong conversation because we don't have the proper tools to talk about what the fuck we're talking about. Now, I liken abortion to the genocide of Native Americans and uh, Ray Rice. And also, Al-Qaeda. Yeah. So abortion is like genocide of Native Americans, Al-Qaeda, and Ray Rice. <laughs> See, when the whole Ray Rice shit happened, we was like, damn, that's fucked up. Ray Rice hit his wife, man. That's crazy. Now, Ray Rice knew he hit his wife. So he tried to get ahead of the situation and tell his employer, the Baltimore Ravens, hey, man, I hit my wife, man, last week. Uh, I just want to let y'all know 
I'm embarrassed. I'm not proud of what I did, but I sucker punched her. And I want to let y'all know before anybody else told you. Oh, thanks, Ray. We, oh, man. It's an unfortunate event, Ray. Um, you know, uh, we're going to support you any way we can, you and your wife. Uh, hope everything works out. Hope this doesn't happen again. Um, you know, do what you got to do with the, with the, uh, with the law. If they, if they are in contact, if they're involved, do what you got to do. We'll support you. Um, we do appreciate you coming in and letting us know about the situation. Uh, hmm. Fast forward. TMZ gets the tape, the elevator tape, infamous. Now everybody get to see what happened. Now the Ravens organization gets to see exactly what Ray Rice described happened a couple weeks ago. They get the tape. They in the elevator. They arguing. Something happens. Wham! This nigga knocked the shit out of his damn wife. I mean, she was knocked unconscious, my nigga. One punch. Out. One punch, bro. Baltimore Ravens see the tape. Holy shit. I know you said you punched it, but we didn't know you, you, you fucking super socked her. Why you hit her so goddamn hard, nigga? We didn't, you didn't tell us you knocked her out, man. We just thought you just smacked her a little bit. You super socked her. Oh, no, man. We can't have this, man. You're out of here. You are out of here, nigga. We don't approve super socking, bitches. I can see if you just slapped her a little bit but or pushed her or choked her. But you knocked her out, man. You can't knock out women. Oh, shit. Now Ray Rice fucked. This nigga don't have no job. This nigga had lifetime Jim hooping now. Ain't that a bitch. Fucking Al-Qaeda, man. We heard about Al-Qaeda. We knew them niggas was as a terror organization and all this shit, but them niggas is over in the sand fucking around in caves and shit. They ain't got nothing to do with us, right? We don't give a fuck, but like Cat Williams said, we don't want them damn insurgents. I don't know, not one insurgent. You kill all them niggas, right? I don't give a shit about no damn insurgents. But then here come YouTube. Nigga sent me a video talking about, oh, my God, you got to see this shit right here. Nigga get his head chopped off. What? I heard they was chopping niggas' heads off in the sand over there. But, you know, chopping nigga head off, like, what the fuck? What do you mean? You mean they get a machete and they just shoo, chop nigga? You don't know what chopping the head off look like until you see it. Good old YouTube. These niggas over in, in our they these niggas over in the sand making YouTube videos. They remixing, they remixing, chop your head off. Knock your head. Oh, knock your head off. Knock your head off. Chop your head off. Chop your head off. Now, when you see this nigga take the machete and and swipe at a nigga's neck. And it don't go all the way through. And then he got to pull the machete out the side of the nigga neck and chop again. It's a whole different meaning of chopping a nigga head off when you see a nigga get his head chopped off. He's really chopping. We be thinking it's like a guillotine. One fell swoop. 
nigga head fall off to the side. No, man. No. They got to chop at that thing. You know, you got cartilage and you got a fucking spine and shit. You got to chop. It's like the nigga was chopping the fucking tree branch off. I said, ah! I don't want to see nobody get that goddamn head chopped off. Fuck all them insurgents. Damn it, they really chopping heads off. I guess, you know, we heard that the white folks was killing all the goddamn Native Americans. We heard about smallpox blankets, nigga. We knew them niggas was brokering deals and sabotaging them on the back end to take all they goddamn land and resources. Native Americans coming to chill with the peace pipe. These niggas then spiked the peace pipe with crack cocaine. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, peace pipe strong today. Mm. Mm. <coughs> peace pipe hit hard today. Yeah, he put fucking cocaine in that bitch. Chief. Mm-mm-mm. We know we, we heard about them niggas was killing all the Native Americans. But the only evidence we have is reservations and casinos and alcoholism. We don't we don't we don't even see these niggas to even consider what the fuck happened in the past. Listen, all I'm saying is if they would just show what an abortion is looks like, maybe the the nation will have a different conversation surrounding whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether men have a say or don't have a say. Maybe we should release the footage. What the fuck does it look like when you abort a baby that's two months after two months of pregnancy? What does that look like? What does it look like when you abort a baby after one month? What does it look like? Maybe if we had this evidence and this footage, like Ray Rice knocking his wife the fuck out, maybe it would change the conversation just a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Dave Chappelle is a genius, by the way. Sticks and stones. You got to check it out. <sighs> Man. There was a, a scene in, um, I'm watching this show called 13 Reasons Why. It was a scene where a chick went to an abortion clinic and uh, <laughs> they was out there protesting this shit and she all nervous. She going by herself because in this state, they don't need no parental guide or supervision to go get an abortion, right? You just kill all the babies you want to. So she going in all nervous and and uh, a lady crossed the street. She got a like a, a crossing guard vest on like a client, a client, uh, client transport or some bullshit right so she go and escort her across the street and she's like oh don't worry about the protesters they're, they're out here all the time the little girl like yeah they're fucking crazy man they're crazy she's like yeah all of them are she's like why are they acting like that she's like well because abortion is a sin take take this take the take my hand pray with me don't kill your baby here take this and she handed she handed the girl a fucking aborted fetus and shit and she like ah! I was like damn that's fucked up that she would do that to the girl that's about to go kill her baby um 
I thought that was a very guerrilla type tactic that she used. I don't think that was appropriate at all. You shouldn't you shouldn't do that to a little girl. Um, but she was also right. You are about to kill your baby. <laughs> and maybe you should pray and meditate over it a little bit. <laughs> abortion is not a joke. I'm not joking about abortion. I'm just I'm just uh <laughs> talking about this the reality of the situation. The reality is we are removing a life that <laughs> has been placed in your womb, and you don't want it no more. Hey, well, I don't want to pay for it. I made a point to not have no baby mamas for these reasons. Y'all know I was raised Christian, and I didn't want to have no abortions. I didn't believe in killing no damn babies. I believe in taking responsibility. I know what I'm doing. If I make the mistake, I got to be willing to fucking deal with the responsibility. So, Part of, actually not part of, the purpose of having sex is to procreate. So once you procreate, I don't believe you have the right to destroy what you created. Because the act that you did was uh, to create a life. and It's not created for pleasure. So uh, if anybody's out there uh, having an abortion today, my prayers and uh, blessings and all condolences go to you. Thank you. All right. Moving right along. (laughs) Moving right along. Um, I got a weird story I wanted to share with y'all. Again, man, just kind of along the lines of uh, how we need to read and what's important. Y'all can't get away from um, reading books. Did y'all hear about the teen boy? who went blind from a junk food diet. I know it sounds crazy. Sounds like, you're right. You're right. But again, this information is out here. And I know a lot of health-conscious people are in the world that's popular right now. Damn near everybody on my Instagram is is a personal trainer or trying to lose weight or a vegan or trying to go green. All this shit it's popular right now because people understand that the that the food we eat is actually poisonous. Um, and they tell you that it's poisonous to remove all 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 liability from their their fast food establishments. They actually tell you if you look closely next time you go to a drive through spot, look on either the menu at the bottom in the fine print or the actual um, speaker that you order into. And there's a disclaimer. Uh, it'll say, yeah, the contents in, in some of this food will will or does or may cause cancer. <laughs> so you still be like, oh, can I have a number five uh, with. Go ahead and get your cancer meal. But anyway, Team Boy developed blindness from junk food, a diet says. This is from uh, People magazine. A teenage boy who subsisted, subs, yeah, subsisted almost entirely on fries white bread, and potato chips developed blindness due to his junk food diet, according to a study. Now, they say this is an extreme case, but um, I think this is a... So this is a 17-year-old boy from the UK, and this happened after years of a poor diet. Uh, He said... The teen said that he used to be a fussy eater, first started having health problems at age 14. He was complaining of tiredness. His doctor ran blood tests. He showed that he had anemia, low low uh, B12 levels, um, and he started B12 injections to improve his diet, right? Um, 
This is crazy. So the boy chose not to follow his doctor's recommendation, and he continued to eat the same meals, fries, chips, white bread, and processed pork that he'd been consuming since middle school. A year later, his doctor noted that the teen was experiencing some hearing loss and vision problems, but they could not identify a cause. Two years later, at age 17, he was legally blind with 2200 vision in both eyes. Never heard of that shit. Uh, a condition that is permanent. The teen also had B12 and vitamin D deficiency, low amounts of copper and selenium in his blood, high zinc, and low bone density. So they gave his ass supplements to try to get his ass back uh, together and improve his, or at least so that his eyesight doesn't get any worse. So they... Determined that the teen's diet, both the junk food and lack of nutrients, caused his permanent blindness. Mm-mm-mm. Dr. Seby, Dr. Sabi, whatever y'all want to say, some opinions about him, but uh, I refer to him as my personal doctor. I never met him. I don't have a doctor out here. I've never had a doctor. Well, I'm going to say never. I haven't had a doctor that was helpful in years, over a decade. All they want to do is give me a prescription for some over-the-counter medicine. I'm like, I lead a doctor. I'm like, why the fuck did I even waste my time coming here and getting a bill? God damn it, I've heard of this medication. I've seen the commercial. I could have fucking went and got this shit myself, doc. You spent all of 15 minutes in the room consulting me, and you done probably made $200 in this hour. Fuck you. I'm going to go with Dr. Sabi, and I'm going to create an environment within my body that can that is conducive to healing itself. Because your body heals itself. Everything you need to heal your body is already in your body, or it can be consumed from the earth. Plants, vegetables, herbs. Period. Point blank. If y'all choose to continue... To wait in line for Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Don't fucking complain when your feet start to swell up. Don't start to complain when you get blurred vision. Don't complain when you get the shakes. Don't complain when you get the diabetes. Now, I know that shit is um, a lot of that is hereditary. But if you're consciously feeding yourself poison, I don't want to hear shit from you. Now, I used to work with this guy. He died. He, he passed away. And it was really sad. He was morbidly obese. I mean, he was pushing 400 pounds. And every he was a single man, single white man in his 30s or maybe early 40s. But it was so sad because every single day on his lunch break, he would go to McDonald's every single day mcdonald's was his that was his go-to i don't even know if he grocery shopped he would go to mcdonald's for breakfast he would go for lunch and dinner he died from too much mcdonald's i'm pretty sure there's no way you can live on a McDonald's diet. And it was so sad because we would talk to him 
every day we're like, man, are you, like, and, and I don't know if it's depression. I don't want to get into all those other things that lead into why people assume and take on bad habits. And, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. I don't want to go into that. But at some point, we got to take responsibility for ourselves. We got to take responsibility for our health. We got to take responsibility for our own acquisition of knowledge. We got to be responsible for that. This is the information age. We can't just allow people or or organizations or the news or scientific studies to give us everything we need without going into it for ourselves and figuring out if this actually matches up with what I need to do. Part of the issue I have with, with the medical profession is that everything is a blanket resolution. So they're not really tailoring the medication to your specific body type or your specific makeup. All they're doing is going on case studies. Well, the last person, the last 50 people that had this similar illness were prescribed this medication and it worked this many times bitch i don't have the same genetic makeup of that nigga my body doesn't react the same way to, to the medication that that person does you need to tailor the remedy to me you need to tailor it specifically to me and this is what Dr. Savy was successful doing this is why he healed so many people is because he tailored the medication and it wasn't medications it's just herbs he said okay for you your body type you need this 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 and this you need to do it for this long you need to do it consistently and after you're done with that we do this boom 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 step by step and it's a diet you're literally creating a hostile environment within your body that is not conducive to illness, to, to sickness, to disease, and, and allowing and putting into your body what it needs to fight off illness, sickness, and disease. And what you need to put into your body will be specifically designed to your makeup. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. The information is out there, knowledge is out there for everybody to acquire. It's really a matter of do you care? Honestly, I don't believe too many people actually give a fuck. I mean, you could look at it from how many people was going crazy over these nasty ass, and I, 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 I'll take it back. It probably tastes delicious. Them chicken sandwiches, and I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'll fuck with Chick-fil-A. If it's any fast food out there I'm gonna eat, God damn it, give me a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Give me some goddamn nuggets. I love that shit, but it's not a regular part of my diet. To me, that's like, you talk about a cheat meal, that's an ultimate cheat meal. Because I ain't waiting in no fast food line for shit, for real. So I might have, I might, and that's not even a treat. I'm not even saying I'm treating myself, because that's not a treat. That's fucking poison. It's poison. It's not good for you, but it tastes amazing. <laughs> it tastes amazing. So when I go through that fast food line once every I don't know what, maybe three, let's say three months. I know that that chicken sandwich 
isn't going to have the same effect on me that it will have on the person that visits this place every other week or once a week. Because while I'm not in this line getting this damn goddamn chicken sandwich, the rest of the time I'm putting into my body what it needs to keep me healthy. pH balanced water, alkaline water, alkaline foods and vegetables, fruits and vegetables. Hey, if you care, you care. If you don't, you don't. To each his own. I'm just saying don't complain when you go blind. Just don't complain. All right. I think that's it. I think I I, th- I think I ranted a little bit longer than than expected. But I told y'all, I'm feeling like an extraterrestrial out here. I can't wait to get into these Emerald tablets. Um, I'm going to give y'all, if you've made it to the end of this podcast, I will assume that you are a glutton for knowledge like me. Google Credo Mutois. Google Credo Mutois. YouTube him. Listen to this man speak. He's Listen to him speak. Google YouTube the Dogons. Listen to the oral history and tradition. Google, YouTube, the Emerald Tablets. Listen to the oral tradition. If you don't want to do that, listen to the oral tradition as read by J. Matt. Right here on the J. Matt Show on YouTube, I will be reading the Emerald Tablets. So please stay tuned for that. Um, And I'm going to have a lot more conversation on that as well because... That's where I am in life as far as acquiring knowledge. I'm realizing that I am not of this world. <laughs> Some of y'all think that y'all from here. We ain't from here, nigga. We ain't from here. We made of the same shit that formed these goddamn stars, planets, moon, and sun. <laughs> I know it sounds like science fiction, but I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell y'all, man, the truth is stranger than fiction. The truth is stranger than fiction. I promise y'all, just keep your eyes open, keep watching, keep learning, pay attention, listen more than you talk, and I swear, shit will start making a lot more sense. So with that being said, I'm about to sign out. Um, Next week, I'm going to be joined by one of my comedian buddies. It should be a good show. I'm not going to spoil who it is. Um, He the homie. He'll be here next week for another rendition episode of the J-Matt Show. Appreciate y'all. Again, if you haven't, subscribed to the YouTube channel. Favorite the podcast on Spotify and Anchor FM. Support the show. I'm coming with the heat. Stay tuned, y'all. Out.